on the dotted line. Tell a new end, they show alliance is ready to give you the business. And you already know, let's talk. What's going on? My name is Deshaun Lines, one half of On The Dotted Line. And today's episode, we're going to talk about Hollywood. We're going to talk about Hollywood. Is it dangerous for the entertainers in Hollywood to speak for the people? Is it dangerous? And the reason why I'm dropping this episode, because for the last, for the last week, I've just been hearing maybe the last three weeks, pretty much half of the whole month of August, you you hear entertainers speaking up for the people, and rightfully so, because they was once there's there's certain there's a lot of entertainers that was in the shoes of the average Americans, whether they lived in the poor communities, whether they they was um they was dealing with conflict in their lives and they and growing up like Jay Z. You know, he used to sell drugs. Dame Dad used to sell drugs. Um, you have you just have individuals in entertainment, entertainment business that that grew up in these ideal situations. And now, you know, since they in the since they in a better situation to give back and even educate the people that's growing up and people that's still in those conflict situations, they could be able to to do big things now because they, they have the resources to uh, go, uh, go back to their community and, um, and, you know, give back, make sure the education system is where it needs to be. And also as far as being a vocal, a vocal leader, but isn't dangerous though. Is it dangerous though? Because there's, there's certain people that would use, use the struggle of the people for pur- purposes to, Increase their brand. To increase their brand or to push an agenda. And I'm saying this because all the things that's going on in in the whole the football case, Jay-Z and Kaepernick. And and uh Mar- uh, was it Marquise Marquise Wiley, that's what I speak for yourself, he was saying about Nessa. Kaepernick's girlfriend, like Kaepernick's girlfriend, is not even black. She shouldn't. She shouldn't have. I'm trying to find the right word to say, but she shouldn't be credible to call another black man out his name. She shouldn't. She shouldn't have the right to call a black brother a coon or Uncle Tom or the character from Django or the character for the Boondocks or always speak down. Uh, uh, speak down to black men that's trying to to create solutions. She's not black. So why is she saying that? That's a good question. She's Egyptian. I don't know her background too much to, to dive into it. But if you're if you're not if you're not black, and also if you're not if you never lived in those situations, can you criticize other black men and other black women? I don't think you could. Because you don't know the struggle. You don't know how it feels to be black. You don't know how it feels to be poor. You don't know how it feels to be raised with pretty much one parent, a single mother or a single dad. 
You don't know. So how could you speak for the people? And right now, it seems to be marketable to be able to, to be able to, this situation about marching, uh, about police brutality, about um, black, black people in America is oppressed. It seems like a marketing scheme right now to keep pushing, pushing this instead of creating solutions. And that's what I looked at the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. Because the more he don't speak and the more they speak for him, the more he looks bad to me. Because King still's another one. I'm not sure about his background. But for what I heard, he didn't have to deal with the struggles that the average young black man had to deal with. And he's another one that keeps speaking, speaking on, you know, on like, you know, calling people out their name and stuff like that. Like, you don't you don't know how it feels to be in those situations. Jay-Z knows how it feels. Jay-Z was selling drugs. Jay-Z was in the, Jay-Z lived in the projects. Jay-Z been around. He saw all of that. And it seems like people that was in that situation are trying to find solutions. Look at Ray Lewis. He had a, he was, he was in a murder case. He's seen, he's, he's seen death eye to eye. He's seen, he been, he been the worst, um, you know, the worst places in his life. He want to find solutions. I heard a story about Malcolm Jenkins growing up. Tough, tough life. The NFL coalition. Won $90 million. He tried to find solutions. They, it recalled him a coup. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to get too far into all of that. Because I already touched on that. But what I'm saying is, is it dangerous for these Hollywood entertainers to speak for black people or speak for the people in general? If they don't, if if they haven't been in those situations, and I say absolutely not, they don't speak for me and they don't, they don't speak for the people. And now we could go back to Jay-Z. Jay-Z situation. Now, he's in a different situation. He's a billionaire. And again, I'm going to say it even for him. They don't speak for us. If they want to help the community, they could. But we need to be held. We need to hold ourselves accountable to do our part. We cannot wait for an entertainer to be able to, to listen and understand our struggles and understand our pain. We know they have resources or whatever, but we can't, we can't sit here and wait for them to be able to help us. We need to help ourselves. We need to help ourselves. We have this mindset that somebody's going to come save us and that we just sit on our behinds and not do anything. And then if somebody, if somebody end up not doing it or not wanting to do it, we criticize them. So what the hell are we, what the hell are we doing? What are, what are we doing? We just sit. We just sitting there, just gonna keep waiting and keep criticizing. They don't do it. What type of human beings are us? What type of human beings we are? So that's the whole situation, and then that and that also creates more hate in our hearts because we feel like we're neglected instead of holding ourselves accountable. Because we because we look at these, we give these Hollywood entertainers so much power. So much power. If you use all that time 
and all that energy into what we need to do to be able to grow, we won't need we won't need the Hollywood people for resources and all these things because we'll be busy doing our thing. Especially the black community is very important for that to happen because we have power. We have influence. We push the culture. We know what's cool. We're marketable. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying that we have the power. And, and, and for all people now, you have the power to be able to do what you need to do. Now, other cultures, they're more united than the black community is. Because they understand whether it's the the, um, the Asian community, whether it's the Indian community, whether it's the Jewish community, they have they're they're more united than us. They're more united than us. So it's it's so it's different it's different with them because they don't wait. <laughs> they get it done. It's a reason why Asians don't vote because they really don't they really don't need it. They don't really need to vote. They don't really need to vote because they're united. They're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get it done regardless. They're gonna build infrastructure regardless. Like if you go to any place, any city in your state, it's always a Korean town. It's always a little Chinatown. It's it's always it's 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 these little town, little communities that they build. You don't see nobody else working there. <laughs> no, I mean no other races working there. If you see it, it's like probably like 0.1%. So they got their own community and they can also work in your community, especially in the black community. So that's that's the difference between them. They don't need they don't need to wait for a Hollywood person to speak up for them. They don't, they, don't, they don't have to wait for like Jeremy Lin or Yao Ming when they was playing in the playing on um, playing basketball. They 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 just they're happy to see them playing and them and being able to um be out there. They happy for that. But as far as their growth as citizens in America, they don't need them for that. But it but seems like. African Americans, it seems like we need them to speak for. We don't need that. <laughs> we need to look in the mirror. And that's the problem with us. We give these Hollywood entertainers so much power, and that's why we end up in a world of trouble. But the next segment is going to be dope, so stay tuned. Got to pay some bills. We'll be back at 2.2. And we're back. We're back. This is on the dotted line. This is the second segment. Of the day we was talking about, is it dangerous for these Hollywood stars, entertainers, to speak for the people? And the first segment we was chiming in on the black community in debt as far as these entertainers speaking up for them. And they may not have the qualifications to speak up for them. Now we're gonna talk, we gotta talk a little bit more on certain situations. Of these entertainers speaking for the people, and it can be an agenda that they um that that they pushing, a certain agenda that they pushing because the way Hollywood is, Hollywood and not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but Hollywood always push a certain agenda. 
like Terry Crews. Terry Crews, it was this was a while ago, but when his manager grabbed his nuts and he didn't do anything. And his manager did this in front of his family. And then he and then he pressed charges. He pressed charges on the manager. And he was even in court. And then the old white woman, I I, I believe she was, I don't know if she was the judge or what. But she said, you're a big, you're a big man. You're a big black man. Why didn't you retaliate? And then he was talking about masculinity and all of that. Like, it, it, like we, we characterize when it comes to masculinity as some macho, as somebody that is, you know, have to always be aggressive and all of that. And I'm like, wait a minute. He said that, you know, that don't necessarily have to be a case. But then he doubled back. He doubled back on that. And he contradicted himself when he said that when he when D.L. Hughley made a comment, he said if if D.L. Hughley said if he was in that situation, he would have retaliated differently. Instead of not doing anything, he would have probably, you know, yoked the guy up, yoked the manager up, and let him know and let him feel his pain. Like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna never disrespect me. And then Terry Crews, he took he he took offense to that. He said, Well, I'll whoop your ass. So I was like, okay, what that energy you supposed to give to that manager. You giving it to D.L. Hughley because he's talking about what he would do. This is the problem. So guys like like him with Terry Crews saying all these things and they posting all on the internet about masculinity. It's basically basically is dangerous because the type of the type of actions he did, he make it seem like it's okay. To, to not retaliate like that. Because if he retaliate, he's going to lose his job. But, okay, you can keep your job, but what about your integrity? What about that? Is, that, is your job more important than that? And that's why we gotta, it's very dangerous for them to speak up for him because they have their own agenda. I can't lose my job. And now, the way he did it, and he did retaliate. He hosts many shows. America Got Talent and all of this. He didn't lose his job because he capitulated. And he cared about his job more than his integrity. Is that somebody you want to be able to speak for the people or speak for the black community? Knowing the trauma and everything we deal with in society. That we could just let somebody just walk walk over us, walk on over us and and talk to us any type of way and let us let our balls do this. No. They don't speak for us. They don't speak for me. That's why it's extremely dangerous. These entertainers of Hollywood. Now look at Malik Yoba. Malik Yoba, he um he did a Vlad interview that my brother he sent to me that he was talking about like certain Certain roles that he he really wants to play, like it was a certain rapper. He said certain rap. No, no, it was a it was an actor. I forgot his name, but he was in like many martial arts movies. He was the he was the um he was the the black guy that played played the husband. Well, there's multiple black guys in the um 
what's that movie with Tyler Perry? Uh, Why Did I Get Married Too? He's with the crazy woman. I forgot his name. He's with the crazy woman, the uh, outspoken black woman that's always loud. Well, him, he said, oh, no. He said he was not putting on no dress or nothing. He wasn't going to do it. But Malik Yoba said he he wants those roles because as a as an artist and as an actor he wants to he wants to do a role that is out of his element so he could know how great of an actor he is as far as certain roles that is out of your element and you're and it could challenge you I'm okay with that but I wouldn't put no dress on I'm sorry I wouldn't do that you know I'm a man I won't I won't do that for any role uh-uh that wouldn't happen so I'm like, okay, he can do that. But then there's another report, probably earlier this earlier this week. He, well, I think was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Malik Yoba said how how he's attracted to trans women. He's he's highly attracted to trans women on trans women, and he was talking about how this is this is 2019. You know, should why does it matter? What a black man likes. You know, we should be open to everything. Once again, he doesn't speak for everybody. He doesn't speak for black men. And things like that is incredibly dangerous. Because we already give these entertainers power. And then when they say things like that, they have young actors that looks up to him that wants to mimic him. Because remember, when you're younger, you absorb information you absorb influences, influence a lot more than somebody older. That, you know, we've been through a lot, so it's hard for us to to um to absorb information in our brains, because our brains is older. Their brains is a lot younger. So they they put they put their own agenda based off of what they want or based off of what their their master want them to do. They 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 do the job of what they master or what they want to do. And they try to force this narrative so everybody else could follow them. They don't speak for us when it comes to black masculinity and masculinity in general. Like Jadena, Jadena said, um, um, back in the day, there was African leaders that was homosexual. Back in the day, he was saying before, before Europeans was dominant. I'm just paraphrasing it. But he said something like that. And that's incredibly dangerous. It's dangerous. This is a man that have multiple... He, he likes to be in a relationship with multiple partners. Multiple partners. Um, the, the record label he, um, he's under. He's under Janae Monet. She, she don't identify herself as nothing. She not a, she's not... Any gender, she don't identify her as a female or a man, and she's pushing the pansexual movement. So, it's based off of their agenda, and then he's also talking about masculinity. This 2019, we just need to accept it. Not everybody needs to accept that. <laughs> That's not what we view as masculinity. And that's why toxic masculinity is under attack because of these, these entertainers that we give in power to. We're giving them power to speak on our cause 
and they push this narrative out and then the young generation, they mimic it. So that is the whole problem. They do not speak for us. It's up to us to be able to create our own narrative, be able to create our own um, environment, and being able to think for our damn selves. We got to think for ourselves and stop allowing them to, to, to think for us or telling us what to think or, or what to accept. Because that's how indoctrinated happened. That's, what, uh, that's how indoctrination happens. They feed us their information. They they feed us their truth. They feed us their views. We cannot do that. We cannot give them that power. And stop and we need to stop waiting for them to speak for us because they don't. And then that's how it's always it's always some type of divide between us. It's a divide between the conscious community. It's a divide between the entertainers. It's a divide between regular people. Because everybody's trying to push a narrative. Everybody's trying to push an agenda. That's why when the brother Rizza Islam came on TMZ, they was like, Dude, TMZ, of course, they said, oh, so you hate gay people? He's not saying that. He was saying he was saying that he had family that's gay, but that's not something he believed in. So we have to accept what what their views are, but they can't accept ours. That's why it's it's a it's a bad time right now. It's it's absolutely a bad time. It's absolutely a bad time, and it also goes for goes for the people out there on the other side. You know. Uh, black people that be like racism doesn't exist, systemic racism doesn't exist. I'm not the type of person to complain, but that person don't speak for me. <laughs> he absolutely don't speak for me. He don't speak for the people. Because people that say things like that, their their situation's a whole lot different compared to somebody that's in a poor com- a community that's getting harassed by cops, that's getting harassed in neighborhoods, that's that's not that can't go to certain stores or or other other um, cultures, other races is clutching like uh, clutching their purse when a black brother get in there. They don't experience that, so they, they don't speak for us. Can't give them the clout. We can't give them the power. It's a damn shame that clout exists. That we give these Instagram famous people the power. We give the entertainers the on the power instead of giving ourselves the power. So. The final thought of this episode, how I'm going to end this, is look in the mirror, um, have self-awareness, and understand all the flaws you have. And once you finally realize the flaws you have, correct them. And if you want to see change, it starts with yourself, and then take care of your family before you take care of somebody else. So that's my final thought. Quick shout out to Get Draft Podcast, the best sports podcast on the planet. You can look us up on all the platforms. Yes, I'm on that show. Talking about sports, I will be doing a sports episode extremely soon before I go to the West Coast, Cali. Um, it's on all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts. It's on all the platforms. Go on YouTube, get, get Drag Show on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Brother No Mas is killing it right now, so check out that episode as well. 
Me and Marquise, we'll be in the West Coast. We'll be in L.A. Thursday, Thursday. So hopefully we can see some familiar faces out there that the fans that's that's listening to these podcasts, to this podcast, and we can meet up. And because we also going to do a show out there. We're going to do an episode out there. Not sure what episode, but we're going to do something. So please, please follow us on on the dotted line 18 on IG. Follow us, follow us, follow us. And click the link and download our app. Our app is available only for Samsung and Android. So make sure you download the app. That The link is in the link. I mean, the link is in our bio. So follow us on the dot line 18. Everything is there. The DM line store, the podcast, the YouTube, everything is there. So I don't need to do the promo for that. Everything is there. So that's it for this episode. See you when I see you. My name is Deshaun Lyons, one half of on the dot line. Peace.